When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Ooh, this list is juicy. Mm. Came across a list of actors who hated working together. Oh boy. It's really good. Wonder if these are going to surprise us. Or if we will have, like, okay, yeah, I knew that. All right, I'm just going to randomly throw a few out, okay? How about Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn? Wow. Four Christmases. Yes. Queen. So, I guess Reese would come to the set, camera ready. Vince Vaughn would come to the set looking like he... Just got out of bed, had a rough night of drinking, and then Reese would want to like block the the scenes with him and rehearse and go through the lines. And he's like, "No, I'm an ad libber. Let's just see where it goes." Oh, and you know she seems very much type A. Hmm, sounds familiar. <laughs> I was huh? gonna say, I feel like I'm kind of the Vince Vaughn in this situation. Yeah, you are. Huh. I said to my wife this morning, as you mentioned type A, and she's a type A, and you're a type A, mm-hmm. type B is free. Mm, living like a type B, you're living free as a type B. Not if you live with another type B. You got to have a, a type A has to balance out with a type B. Otherwise, you're two people just probably living in a garbage house. <laughs> the dishes will wait till tomorrow. Yeah, again. But yeah. then you're also probably living outside of the innate tension that there is with Type A's and Type B's, as we saw evidence there, apparently with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Correct. That's true. I mean, when it comes to collaborating, yeah, I could see lots of disagreements happening. Anyway, so apparently they're not friends. Uh, Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Kramer versus Kramer. Mm. Ooh, that's a movie right there. Oh, it's the same thing. Who's the who? Meryl felt that Dustin overstepped when he ad-libbed a slap that made it into the movie. Dustin later apologized. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I guess that can be frowned upon. Hmm. Winona, uh, Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman. Bram Stoker's Dracula. She was terrible in that movie. Um, She says they got along fine during rehearsals, but then things changed when they started shooting, and she felt like there was a danger. Mm. 
Hmm. How about your girl, Rachel McAdams? Love Rachel McAdams. Ryan Gosling. Oh, the Notebook. Come yes. on. Yes. They did end up dating for two years, but they couldn't stand each other at first. They had to work out their issues in a meeting with the producer and director where they started screaming and yelling at one another. Funny, because they really scream at each other a lot in that movie. They yes. have bombastic fights. You know, I don't know that I like that movie as much as I thought I did. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm not sure either, but I'll tell you this. The song, I'll Be Seeing You, and who is the older guy who plays the older version of Ryan Gosling? James James Garner. Garner, the late great. He's fantastic in that. Yeah, really good. And the woman. Yes, what is her name? Oh my gosh, what's her name? She's amazing. Oh, damn it. She's great. We have to find out because she's a really good actress and she should get the credit. That credit is due. Gina Rollins. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Come on. Has she been, what What else would we know her from besides the notebook? Oh, God. Are you really going to do this to me? I'm um, just asking. I bet you it says other roles include. Hope Floats. Nice. Um, A lot of old movies. Ones you wouldn't know. Opening Night, Pauly, Shadows. Oh, you know what? What? Sorry. A Woman Under the Influence. I was thinking of watching one black and white movie a month this year. Oh, so we're not going to read a book? No, no, no. We can read a book, too. Okay. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Classic movies, old-timey movies? Absolutely. You know what you should watch? Sunset Boulevard. I have watched that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I very much relate with that lead character (laughs) um yeah that's good and then i watched rebel without a cause a few years ago overrated overacting 101 watch rebel without a cause oh sure you know what it was about james dean good looking guy there and then he died young and he died yes you know tragically really sort of almost cements uh creates a legacy how did he Well, if you must know, I will hand this over to Mike the Mensch because he has the answer for us right now. A car accident? Oh, thank okay, you. right. Yeah, thank you. Mike. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's Mike. we were just making sure that you. Know. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we were just testing you. Got yeah, you um, okay. Uh, other actors on the list, in case you're interested, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. No way. Way. She said, you know, there were definitely periods when we hated each other. We didn't talk for long periods of time. It was intense, and we were both pains in the you know what uh, at various times. They wow. just got under each other's skin. Okay. Fascinating. That's all I'm going to give you, okay? Donna, I got to say thank you. I have great news that I just stumbled on oh, online. Yeah? There is a headline that reads on CNN, NFL players react to news that Buffalo Bills' DeMar Hamlin is awake. Okay. And has been okay. holding the hands of family members. He, great. of course... Uh, suffered cardiac arrest on Monday Night F- Football on live television after a hit stood up, then immediately collapsed. Uh, they did CPR on him. They had to resuscitate him twice, once on the field, once at the hospital, according to his uncle. And we are told that he appears to be, at this point, neurologically intact. Wow. Which they say that they had been doing, some reports suggest there was CPR being administered for nine minutes on the field. And so 
the longer your brain goes without oxygen, mm-hmm. the higher the likelihood, as I understand that you could have suffered brain damage. But it seems to be neurologically intact at this point, holding the hands of family members. Um, so anyway, that's a really, really positive sign. Still critically ill, but showing uh, awake and showing more signs of improvement. Great. Whew, that's good. Yeah, really. Oh, my gosh, seriously. Um, I'm going to... I think I'm going to save to tomorrow. May I deep tease? Permission to deep tease? Oh, sure. I've watched two individual shows in a docu-series um, on Amazon about cruises and airports. That's all I'm going to say for now. All right. And I will tell you my thoughts on them, but I've watched them both now in the last uh, couple of nights. Can you say what they are? The title, if you want to watch them before we talk about them tomorrow, one is called The Secret Life of the Cruise Ship, Mm. Amazon Prime. The other is called The Secret Life of the World's Busiest Airport, which is, pop quiz? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. Don't ever connect in Atlanta, whatever you do. Oh, yeah. You're still there. If you ever tried connecting in Atlanta, you never even got to your destination. On her way to Panama, and they got stuck in Atlanta for a night. That train system there, if you're in Terminal A and you need to go to like, it's like Terminal R, Mm -hmm. you just, you may as well Uber there. Yep. It's big. Anyway, we'll talk about those tomorrow. You can watch them tonight if you'd like. When we come back, we've got some studies. I really like this. Trends from 10 years ago and how we feel about them now. We're going to look back into the past. The year would have been 2013. What was hot? Then in the world of pop culture, fashion, gaming, etc. Uh, and then we'll find out what happened to those things. When we come back, it is the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Welcome back to the show where... Hello. Oh. Happy Thursday. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Oh. We're talking fun. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. BuzzFeed did a poll or a study on trends from 10 years ago. And how do we feel about them now? So we will look back 10 years. The year would have been 2013. Okay. And I think it might make you feel a little bit old, too, knowing that this was 10 years ago already. Oh, no. 10 years ago, I was 29. Prime of my life. Certainly the prime of my athletic life. Here we are on the verge of 40 now. What have I done with the last 10 years? Sorry. I meant to stay inside. It's outside. I will read you something, and you will tell me if you were into it then, and are you into it now? Okay. Honey Boo Boo. Nope. I never got into Honey Boo Boo. Never saw an episode. 49% of the folks at BuzzFeed polled are not fans anymore, or never were. 42% said we don't care. 9% say still loving Honey Boo Boo. The show ran for four seasons from 2012 to 2014. Her real name is Alana Thompson, and she will be 18 this August. Oh, we got to see what she looks like. Hmm. What was some of the, what were Honey Boo Boo's sayings? Did got she have, me. Did oh. she have some sayings that were just really Honey Boo Boo-ish, sort of like, 
Appalachian in nature. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't was she like from West Virginia or something? I don't know. I know nothing of this girl. Mike, do you know of Honey Boo Boo Shane? I know nothing, but I have looked these up. Uh, you <laughs> okay. always need to be on your A game. Um, uh, oh. Wow. If <laughs> uh, we need to, I just need to find these quotes. Um, yeah. I feel like she had a something like, I, not like a y'all come back now, but something like that. A little twang to it? A little, yeah. Okay, now in that voice, do if you fart 12 to 15 times a day, you can lose a lot of weight. You oh. fart 12 to 15 times a day, you can lose a lot of weight. So, there you go. Donnie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> How about this? The year 2013. This song was really big. What does the fox say? Oh, love it. Still it was love the it. Top trending YouTube video that year. 22% of people say that they still love that song. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Earworm. Woo! Yeah. Again, I think of the independent musicians who stay up all night penning lyrics, putting their heart on paper, and then they go on YouTube the next day and see that this song is trending with these lyrics. Some of the... No, it doesn't. What? Can anybody come up with a hook for this? Back, uh, we're looking back at 2013. Things were hot then. The cronut. Never had one. Don't know what it is. Uh, the croissant. No, coconut. I thought a, mm. it was a croissant donut mashup. The cronut. That's not necessary. It debuted at a bakery in New York a decade ago. 39% say they still love cronuts. Only 11%. Sounds like we're talking to one of them. Hate them. That's unnecessary. Donna. Did you ever have one? No, but I still am intrigued by the concept because I everybody loves croissant. Everybody loves donuts. Put them together. Cronut. Come on. Fine. I love donuts. I would prefer a donut over cake or pie. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of different pies. I was thinking of different pies. I don't know. Right. You could have told me if you did as well. That's too basic. Okay, Anna Delvey. <laughs> what are you having, like tiramisu every night? He's so basic. <laughs> uh, goats screaming like humans was really big. Never gets 10 old. years ago. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> it never gets old ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Uh, so good. What makes him do that? I don't know. 41% of people say they still love those videos. I feel like that number's low. I mean, everybody, that's great. 
I love the goat that just gets mad at his owner and is just like. (laughs) (laughs) Vine was really big in 2013. It debuted that year. It shut down in 2017. 50% wish it was back. Elon Musk says that's one of his Twitter plans, right? Is to bring Vine back. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't my scene. Those are the six second videos. Get in, you get out. Make you funny. Adult onesies. Love them. Big. A decade ago, 2013. Had one on yesterday. Oh, interesting. Uh, 33% of people still love them. 46% think that they are dumb, and 21% just don't care. Love them. That's why it took me so long in the bathroom, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, a butt (laughs) flap would be nice. Yeah, or a zipper. (laughs) So, Donna, I don't think you're thinking of the same thing. I think you're thinking of, like, a jumper. Okay. And I think a onesie means, I think a onesie means like footy pajamas. Okay. I have those too. <laughs> okay. I do. Cat ones. I wore them at oh, the Oh, yeah. Cat. You wore it at the Cat Video yeah, Festival. Totally. Yeah. Love them. Um, I like them. I, I think they're cute for just lounging around. I mean, I wouldn't go out wearing onesies. Walter White hats were really big 10 years ago. The Breaking Bad finale aired in 2013. Only 10% of us wish the black hat that he wore would come back in fashion. Walter White, by the way, coming back for a Super Bowl ad. Nice. Thank you. It's for Frito-Lay's Popcorners. From Frito to Froyo, a lot of people abandoned ice cream in 2013 and went for frozen yogurt instead. 70% of us still love it. I tell you what, Pinkberry has frozen yogurt. Locations are not everywhere, but... If you can get one, get the original tart. It's so freaking good. You know what we need more of? What is it, Queen? Smoothie shops. Like Orange Julii. Sure. There aren't enough of them. I think we need more healthy smoothie places. Yeah. I want to be able to put some kale in there if I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, kale became a viral superfood 10 years ago. Before that, get this. Pizza Hut was supposedly the biggest buyer of kale because they decorated their salad bars with it. Oh, like garnish. Around the edge. Yeah, you know. fine. Oh, cool. 34% of us still like kale. 35% hate it. Others are indifferent. Uh, Twerking was was big in 2013. Oh, wow. You ever twerked? No, I don't have the right parts. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, man. And uh, the word swag. It's been around longer than 10 years, but it really got trendy in 2013. Really? Only 16% said that they still like that. Do you know that we're supposed to be calling our jewelry drip? So, like, if you came in tomorrow with a nice big necklace oh, sure. on, Donna, yeah. you can say, like, this is my drip, or, you know, Donna's so drippy, stuff like that. Mm. And if we ever want this show to go national, we need to start saying stuff like that. Okay. Like, man, we're dripping. I shan't be doing that. (laughs) You won't twerk. You're not going to reference jewelry as drip. You're not even interested in the cronut. What are we doing here? I like kale. And swag. I like swag. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When we come back, oh, there's a Burger King in Japan that is doing something pretty fun. 
And I think more places should be doing stuff like this, especially with fries. I'll explain what they're up to when we return. Donna, Steve, my talk. And we're back. Donna and Steve, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve, do you actually have a follow up on your cast iron pan? Thank you for asking. I actually do. I got some interesting Burger King news in a moment. Two days ago, I used cast iron for the first time in quite some time, and I was making burgers, and boy, did they come out with a sweet, sweet crisp to them on the outside, like a little char, a little crunch to get into. It was really great, and that's one of the beauties of cast iron. You can you can sort of char up some food in a really good way, not to mention the fact that it's seasoned with oils and, in some cases, bacon grease and previous things you've cooked there, so it's really a great place for flavor. It's where the flavor hangs. I don't like that word. Flavor? Yeah. (laughs) It's just kind of icky. (laughs) I know why you're saying that. And you need to... I think you might need to see a hypnotist. (laughs) Because I feel like you have so many old connotations of when you came up in (laughs) 80s... No. Softball no, league just, radio. I don't like when people like say things like "That's delicious." What are you saying? That's I such don't... a great compliment. You, are you projecting? Has no one ever said to you, "Boy, this wartime broth is delicious." <laughs> you know, you're supposed to add things to the broth, Donna. Uh, that makes it a I soup. I will have you know that I did some cooking when I was up north, and my friend complimented it quite often and said, oh "My gosh, this is so good." Thanks. You can say good. Good is fine. But I don't want to hear you say, this is so flavorful. Ew. That is such a specific compliment, though. They're saying that there's flavor that they're tasting. Anyway, back Any to Any chance they felt that they had to say that because you were kind of, <laughs> you know, inviting them to the cabin? What are they going to say? <laughs> this is bland. Could use some salt. Vegetables or a protein wouldn't kill you either, but yeah, other than that, this is good. You're so funny. Okay, so I used cast iron the other night. I put butter in there, and it turns out butter, as we learned yesterday, butter has a low smoke point. Yes. 305 degree smoke point. So I was trying to ask people, how do I not smoke the joint out when I cook on cast iron? So yesterday I switched over per people's suggestions, to olive oil, which has a higher smoke point. And I also set the temperature of the cast iron a little bit lower. The burgers didn't have as good of char, but they still turned out very good. But I did. I used a different oil this time. And if you really want to go just total nuts, get yourself some peanut oil. And it's got a high smoke point. Great. Cast iron can handle temperatures up to 600 degrees. Caliente pancakes. Do you really want peanut oil? I don't think (laughs) cast iron is the main vessel for pancakes. Okay. This. I'm just asking questions. Follow. I wonder how the average listener feels when they hear (laughs) us tackle a food segment because we're both pretty stupid when it comes to cooking food. Rude. Rude. I could have bet my arm. 
but we're both limited. Let me say that we don't. We're not exactly versatile in our culinary skills. Would you agree with that? Not really. Donna, are you nuts? Okay, that's Name fair. Name 10 dishes of various cooking techniques that you really go to. <laughs> I Whatever. Love just a little. <laughs> as as I know. It's fine, coming. microwave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to share with you good news about Burger King in Japan. And I think that restaurants here could take a page out of Japan's Burger King's book. I have a question. Already? Yeah. <laughs> How was that a cast iron follow-up? You just repeated what you said yesterday. <laughs> you just repeated the exact stuff you said yesterday. There was no update. No, the update was that I learned people told me that yesterday, and then I went home, always researching for this show, and actually made more food in the cast iron with the listener's suggestion, and I was confirming that it did turn out better, oh, lower okay. smoke. Okay, got it. I missed Much that lower smoke situation. Sure. Okay, congratulations. Is that because you were going through the mental Rolodex of your cookbook? I can't wait for that to come out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have this new type of pasta downstairs, a new shape I've never seen before. Uh, can you show it to me? I can. Yeah. Let, um, What's the name of it? I don't know. I gotta have. Uh, I gotta have. Uh, I'll call her see if she can bring it up here. But I tell you what, I've never seen the sort, the shape that it is ever in my life. And I thought I looked at it raw in the box, and I said, "That looks interesting." Is it springy? It looks. Almost like mid-game Jenga. Mid-game. Hey, can you bring up that uh, box of pasta that you got? Are you in the house? That new pasta, it's above the peanut butter. And it's a new pasta wow. shape I've never seen. Could you run that up real quick? How many times can Steve say peanut today? No, it's the only one that looks crazy. Just bring up the crazy one. Call you later. <laughs> Bye. Come show me. Bye. Oh, my God. That's my boo. Okay, oh, so man, she, she's gonna get that loving later. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a new. Sorry. Oh, ew. sorry, I didn't. Mean I it don't gross. ever, ever, ever. What do, you, what do you think? We grew the kids in a lab, Donna. I'm hoping they're a result of love. Oh my god, is it Cavatelli? I don't know. She's bringing it up. All right, all right. Uh, Burger King is doing this. They are offering a new King's toy box, and it offers in this big giant box two pounds of fries. Onion rings, cheese bites, chicken nuggets, all in this big same box. So you get the King's box. Oh, thank you so much. And it is um, all of that stuff in there. But my brothers and I were talking about what's the best French fry. And there's apparently some joint in Pittsburgh, and I think it's a casino. I think it's the Rivers Casino, possibly. And what they do is they sell fries, and everybody should be doing this, of various style. So you can have a fresh cut potato oh, fry. Oh sure. A they waffle? also have curly fries, Ooh. waffle fries, crinkle cut, Crinkles. all in the same yes. fry order. That's great. Isn't that's that? fun? Yeah, that's really fun. Okay. Okay, here we go. Steve is going to reveal the odd oddly shaped pasta. These are called um they're imported from Italy, it says on the label. Where they make pasta by hand. These are called bronze cut radiatori. Look at the shape. 
Oh, I've those. seen those. I've seen those. Oh, I love how you describe them as mid-game Jenga. Because there are some parts that are going straight across and then others that are crossing Sure, they're the like three-dimensional. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up with that? I've never seen radiatory-shaped pasta. I bet your fork is going to love them. Because they seem hearty, like easy to pick up, like when you poke it with the fork. Yeah, you think you've eaten this before? I've seen it. I don't know that I've eaten it. What a peculiar design, huh? Yeah, some are curly. and Why are there different ones in there? I think the curly ones, you're just seeing the base of them. But there is a little bit of a wave in each one. But imagine, how would you best describe I don't know if I'd say it looks like four Gumbies standing next to each other with their arms on each other's shoulders. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) if you are currently listening, we would like you to immediately remove that from your memory. That was a god-awful description. No, look at them. Look at them. There's four Gumbies standing next to each other with their hands on one another's shoulders. Hey, now, you know I actually genuinely, not a bit, I care about you. I think you have glaucoma. (laughs) (laughs) There have been a bunch of warnings. Take a picture, tweet it out. And let people describe it how they want to. What's the name of the pasta again? I'll put it on Instagram. It's called Radiatory. Radiatory pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Gumby, right? You're feeling bad about that, probably. Um, they're like just little squiggles. If you turn it on its side, it looks like squiggles. Okay. Little Um, s's. Little s's. I'm putting it on my Insta story now, um, so you can go and look at it. Um, how would you? Oh my God, it looks delicious! Right? See, I said delicious. Shape of this pasta. You definitely want that with cheese. It is a macaroni product, is what it says. But couldn't you technically? I tell you what, isn't that weird about pasta shapes? We have deemed that. Elbow macaroni comes with cheese. Right. Ought not be served with red sauce. Well, let's change that. How? I don't know. You need to make something to change everyone's perception of what's acceptable and not. This bronze cut radiatory, the whole label is really nice. You see some of the bronze elements there? Wait, no. Hold on. Hold on. I got to get back to you. Okay. There's like the bronze G for good and gather. And then look at that made in Italy, like a, like a, almost like a rubber stamp. Like the Phantom of the Opera signed this. It looks really. Is this a Target situation? It is a Target situation. It looks like an executive label. But yeah, it's funny that certain pastas you just, I couldn't imagine eating elbow macaroni with red sauce. It feels like it would be gross. What's up with that? I don't know. It wouldn't. It all tastes the same, just like your French fries. Thank you. Why? Now, here's the bigger question, Steve. Yep. Why did Lou choose that pasta? I don't know. She left the room. I haven't had an opportunity to talk with her about it. All right. I would love to make it today, though. I think I'll ask if we could make it today. Great. Pappy's feeling a little under the weather. Pappy needs that pasta. Okay. You know what I hate more than Pappy? You talking what? about Pappy in the third person. <laughs> but that's how I sort of identify myself as Pappy. I feel like the... Mm. Mike's got a call. Take it live, Mike. Put it on the air. We don't care. All right. Uh, <clears throat> somebody called in. Do we have him on the line? 
We do. All right. Uh, hi there. Guten Tag. You're on the Donna and Steve experience. Who just called in? It's Alan. Hey, Alan. What's up? Do you know stuff about this radiatory pasta? Um, Actually, it's pronounced radiatory. Oh. And uh, I, I was going to send you a video on Instagram of how it's made. It's actually really unique. Oh, I bet it is. Do they make this crap by hand? Uh, from the video I saw, it was a machine. It, it kind of... Uh, you know how, uh, as a kid, you had these little Play-Doh tools that you would put Play-Doh in and squeeze oh. it out? Yes. So what they do is they squeeze it out, and those little, <laughs> I don't know what you call them, the little wavy things, the little dips. Yes. Don't they, turn they your mic off. They kind of curl the way a macaroni does when they come out, yeah. and then a little machine uh, cutter kind of just snips it off <laughs> after it gets a certain size. I don't know. It's weird. I'm going to look it I'll up. I'll send you I'll the video up. on Instagram. You can look at yeah, it. Yeah, send it to me. Message it to me. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Thank you for listening. Hey, Donna. Yeah. Hey, when did you get here? What is your... What? <laughs> I was just having a phone call with a listener live on the air. What's your he problem? He was just saying things that were very... Uh, what's the word? Could be perceived as blue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break now. Oh, man. I was hoping. Uh, after the break, we are actually going to stick with the food theme to some extent. We are going to find out what the soup <laughs> is today in the cafeteria. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe something else. We're not sure yet. We haven't made up our mind. Back off. It's the Don and Steve experience <laughs> on my talk. Tide Cremation Services. You know, it is kind of odd to talk about end-of-life stuff like I do every day. But I'm glad that people in my family uh, are mature enough to sort of have that chat. My mom and has had that chat with my sister and me. And she had a chat with Lisa over at Crescent Tide and said, You know what? I want to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation for when it's my time because... My son's a little weird, and if I leave it up to him, he'll probably have some weird ceremony that I wouldn't have approved of. I want things done my way, and you know what? I'm even going to pay for it. So she did a pre-plan, a pre-pay with Lisa over at Crescent Tide, so when it is her time, uh, she's going to have things done her way, and my sister and I don't even have to pay for it. If that sounds like something you want to do for your family, I encourage you to do what my mom did. Call Lisa over at Crescent Tide, set up a meeting. It's not just the pre-paying and the pre-planning, though they always like me to tell you that uh, if you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that they come through for people in that time of grief, in that time of need. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hey, my talkers. It's Jace for my friends. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. All right, we got some new information for you, Steve. Radatory. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radiator modeled after radiators who is the source googs because two people sent in alan sent me the video and he did his best he also said you should get your mind out of the gutter it is this really (laughs) interesting machine that this radatory pasta comes out of somebody said it kind of looks like shocks on a car Mm. somebody else said it looks almost like a uh, like a chinese pagoda like mm-hmm. a China, ancient Chinese building, you know? Here's Somebody else said, oh my gosh, now I see Gumby too. Ah! <laughs> if you put it on its side, I was just seeing like Gumby figures. Um, no, it is modeled after radiators. And I wouldn't be surprised if that is the Italian word for radiator. Radi- radiatori. Huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> it is. It is. You're right. I know things. Uh, listener tipped me off too. Um, Why would they try to make pasta after uh, modeled after a radiator? I am not sure. Somebody said, "Oh my gosh, this is my favorite type of pasta. I'm I can never find it." Thank you for letting me know. Again, Ratatouille Pasta is at Target. Now, tomorrow we'll lead the show, and we will have caused some sort of a global shortage of oh, Ratatouille. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to get some on my way home. I really want to make some now. I just want to taste it. I tell you what goes well with pasta. Milk. No. Blech. I, I mean, you... I'm sure some people would agree with you. I do not. Oh, wow. You think wine? Wine is great with pasta. Eh. Water's good. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're getting this stuff. Everybody, that's your assignment tonight. Go get some of this pasta. Yeah, and then we'll all share our experiences. I love it. Boy, we've been getting a gazillion emails recently. I noticed that, too. Like a gazillion. Here's one from Brian. Drip is the subject. Just wanted to clarify that drip is more general than jewelry. It's basically your outfit. and includes your clothes, shoes, and accessories. Um, oh, and then he also sent me a music recommendation that I need to check out. All right, I'll get to All that. Right. Sorry about that. Uh, donut Cronut Talk. This is from Ryan. Another great donut is called a Mochi Donut. Just had one from a from the new Asian Mall in Eden Prairie. Highly recommend it oh. if you have not tried it. That Asian Mall is popping off. Yeah, yeah. I, what a cool idea. Yeah. What a cool concept. I got to get up there. Okay. Columbia Heights Bakery has plain and bacon cronuts. Okay. Worth the trip. Uh, I've transferred, uh, I've connected on flights uh, via Atlanta. We were talking about the world's busiest airport. A couple of times without issue. It's a gargantuan airport. Strangely, I'm in San Diego, and if I fly to Des Moines, my sister lives there, Delta sends me to Atlanta, then San Diego. Oh, interesting. Uh, what do you think we should do right now? I know what I want to do. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. <laughs> oh, no, it can't be. With your soup, with soup, with soup, 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 B-Dog. Right. Hey, hey what's uh, Brian, what's your uh, New Year's resolution? Do you have one? I got a race I'm training for, so trying to just uh, get some good times. You know what you should have before your race? What's some ratatory No, some ratatory pasta. Have you ever heard of it? No. I just discovered this new type of pasta that looks like a car spring. It's okay. really bizarre, and I'm going to hopefully make it today, but it's so good. But we just learned about this brand new type of pasta called ratatouille. It looks like it's a very fun, springy kind of pasta. It's, fun. it's actually been around since the 30s, but whatever. Some, sounds like something my kids would like. Yes! I think so. With cheese. Uh, <laughs> which brings us to our next question. What's the soup? All right, today I got a chicken and vegetable ramen. Ooh. And that's with uh, rice noodles. Oh, that's with- new. Yeah. With ramen, they tell you it's polite to like slurp it up. Sure. 
Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. All right. That sounds right. delicious. Thank you, All Brian. Right. Tom didn't pick up yesterday, but tell him we said hello. We did leave a nasty message. I heard it. I heard it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Don't tell him. Don't right. tell him. We love you. All right. Bye. bye. Wow. That sounds different. Good. Yeah. I bet you. Here's how influential I think we've become. We're sort of influencers, cafeteria influencers. You're welcome, everybody, for the lobster bisque that you enjoyed a couple weeks ago. That was because of us. Mm-hmm. I bet you we could get ratatory pasta. I bet you're right. He already feels PO'd that we brought up a pasta that he doesn't know about. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. feels insecure right now. And I bet you we could say, well, get us some ratatory, bro. And some sausage, some Italian sausage sliced up. Okay, now you're getting a little crazy. Let's start with the pasta. I have something I have to tell you about kibasi. Oh, I love that you said kibasi. Or kielbasa. Nobody says that. It's like yeah. saying bologna. Back east, we call it kibasi. In here in Minnesota, everybody calls it kielbasa. But I, it's a, it's a staple. We have it uh, on New Year's Eve. My mom always makes kielbasa, kielbasi, yes. and sauerkraut. We have it on Christmas. So we, I was having it, but I had a bad encounter with it. It was cooked fine, but you know how you're chewing, you know how you're biting kielbasa, (laughs) kielbasi. The innards of the kielbasi came out, and this was two and a half bites in a row. The innards of the kielbasi came out, and then I was just left with probably two inches of empty casing. Oh, sure. And I just have to tell you, that'll make you cut your kibasi dinner short. I'm sorry to hear that, Steve. What am I supposed to do? Suck the rest of it out? I wonder why. Straw? Did she just get a bad batch? So now you're calling my mother a bad cook? What are you getting no, at? No, I just wonder if she say. just had a bad batch. I don't know. Like, I'm we go sure. to the kibasi store to get our kibasi and the pasta store to get our ravioli. You don't have a kibasi store. There's a, you know, you go to the, the the meat market. You go to the Polish meat market. I do like a butcher. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I go there, there for my dog bones. Meat. Yeah, it's great. Oh. What? I didn't say anything. You said, oh. I, like, just, I mean, it's probably not safe what you're doing for your dog, but I'm not going to. That's know, why you go to the butcher you. to ask them which one. Do they have rawhide? What's rawhide? Rawhide, they say rawhide is bad. bad. Yeah, that's not good. They sell a lot of rawhide. You know that? I, I a lot of it. rawhide. Okay. Is on sale. Great. Okay. See, we almost filled the whole show oh, God. with talking. Um, hey, everybody. So everybody's got homework tonight. Yeah, we have an One assignment. One is go get some ratatory pasta, make it, and let's share our reviews. Email us, tweet us, whatever. Second is... Watch one of the two docu-series that I uh, told you about. They're both under an hour. One is called, on Amazon Prime, The Secret Life of the World's Busiest Airport. That's about the Atlanta airport. Or the one that I found a little bit more interesting, The Secret Life of the Cruise Ship. For any people who love cruising, it's interesting. Shows you how it all works. Really? Do they go below deck? Girl, you don't even know. Really? Listen to me, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm mm. going to watch that one. Nice. All right, thanks. I'll tell Bradley about it, too. What's yeah, it called? He loves, uh, the Secret Life of the Cruise Ship. Came out in 2019, but it's new to us. Okay. Meanwhile, Kalina Bradley are not in next. Bradley and Ta are. Bye.